Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie It must be good news for the government if Ireland has won this Apple tax case. I'm not sure how they'll explain that Ireland won when we don't have to take the €13 billion off Apple. Uh, to spend in the Irish economy or uh, to give uh, to some maybe of uh, the most impoverished people in the world. But apparently it's a win uh, and uh, I'm sure the government uh, could do with that. Uh, It seems as though uh, the government, new and all as it is, is finding it hard to explain a lot of things. As you know, there's three parties in the government and as yet neither of or none of the parties have uh, managed to provide us with a spokesperson relating uh, to the sacking of uh, Barry Cowan uh, despite invitations that have been extended to Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael and the Green Party. We'll talk about that now with Rise TD, Paul Murphy, a TD for Dublin South West and Rory O'Murku, who's a Sinn Féin TD for Louth and East Mead. Good morning to both of you and thanks for joining us here on the programme this morning. Paul Murphy, you wanted, uh, as many of the TDs uh, did yesterday, you wanted Barry Cowan to come in and make a, a, another statement and to take questions. That didn't happen. The Taoiseach seemed to be saying it wasn't necessary, but then he sacked him. Do you know what happened? Well, I, I think what happened is that because John Mooney and the Sunday Times stood up to very strong legal threats from Barry Cowan and published the fact that um, in a Garda report is reference to an attempt to evade a Garda checkpoint, which we know Barry Cowan disputes that that's what happened. Um, well, that shone a light on what had been a collusion between Barry Cowan and the Taoiseach Michael Martin to um, keep the doll in the dark about this whenever Barry Cowan made his statement a week ago. Mm. And that's the crucial thing, uh, that Michael Martin knew about this guarded report. Um, and he said that very clearly in the doll yesterday. He said he, he spoke to Barry Cowan the weekend before last uh, and uh, he was very taken aback uh, that this was an allegation against him. Exactly, but but then he agreed with Barry Cowan that Barry Cowan would go into the doll, would give supposedly a full and frank disclosure mm. of everything to do with this, avoiding any drip feed of information, but would not mention the extremely important information about a reference to evading a Garda checkpoint in the in the record. And so I, I think mm. Neil Martin has sacked Barry Cowan because one, I mean, his position wasn't tenable if he wasn't willing to answer questions, but two, it's an attempt 
to stop the question spreading further to the Taoiseach because he agreed with Barry Cowan that the doll should be kept in the dark, mm. that presumably his coalition partners could be, should be kept in the dark, mm. and the legal threats almost worked in terms of preventing two publications from publishing this. And, and if, if the Sunday Times hadn't published at the weekend, well, then we wouldn't be where we are uh, now, and the, the Taoiseach and Barry Cowan would have effectively gotten away with it and okay. the situation would have moved on. But didn't the Taoiseach say as much at two o'clock yesterday? He, he said that he, he knew that there was this allegation uh, that Barry Cowan was driving home to Offaly, had a couple of pints on him three hours previously or whatever it was, saw a checkpoint ahead and decided to do a U-turn. Uh, and he knew that Barry Cowan was uh, denying that allegation. Uh, he said that and he stood by the minister and he marched his troops uh, through... Uh, the doll yesterday to vote against the motion for Barry Cowan to make another statement and take questions. And then he changed his mind and uh, decided to sack him. Uh, he uh, said that he hadn't seen the document until yesterday morning, but he said all of that at two o'clock and at nine o'clock he was sacking him. What changed? I think the only thing that changed is that he recognised that attention was going to begin to be focused on him and his knowledge which went back well before him seeing the document uh, yesterday. And therefore, exactly as you said, you have this you know, quite incredible situation where Micheál Martin votes and his party votes against Barry Cowan facing questions at about 3 o'clock um, and then sacks him at, what, 9 o'clock mm. because he's not willing to face questions. But it was the government, together with Labour the previous week and many independents both weeks, that precisely shielded Barry Cowan from facing these questions. And the reason they did, presumably, is because they feared that one of the questions would have been, are you aware of any records in the Garda report of an attempt to evade the, the checkpoint? And it's just, you know, very mm. classic, two weeks into the government, a culture in Fianna Fáil of trying to evade and avoid uh, responsibility and accountability. And they, they did almost get away with it. Okay. Uh, Rory or Merku, um, I suppose uh, the Taoiseach will hope uh, that uh, an end has been brought to this controversy because he has now sacked Barry Cowan. Uh, is that the end of it? Well, see, the problem is, and I, I think in fairness, you, you've both already discussed it, is the fact at two o'clock, Mary Lou MacDonald asked a number of questions that had crept up on the basis, particularly of the Sunday Times. It has now also arisen that um, that Sunday Times made contact with Barry Cannon on the 4th of July, and the Irish Times also stated that at that stage that, um, that uh, the Taoiseach would have been uh, aware of the allegation. Um, and, right, it's been disputed, and, right, you're going to have a GSOC investigation and all that sound, but the problem mm. is these, these questions are out there. And I think on another radio station this morning, Conor Lenehan actually may have thrown another piece into the mix where he stated that um, during ministerial appointments or beforehand there would be some form of vetting and even in relation to any cursory vetting he believed that uh, that post record w- should have shown up a- at an earlier stage now you know, I don't know, but it's just it's another thing that's added. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, a long time since we heard uh, Conor Lenehan's uh, name, former Fianna Fáil minister himself. Uh, but uh, I think that's a point uh, that anybody uh, who's spoken about this, who has previously been in government, has made, uh, that that's a, a par for the course kind of question. Have you any uh, skeletons in the closet type of thing? 
Yeah, no, well, here, he, he states that this would come up um, quite regularly, mm. so the, the, that the intent, well, here, the, the, again, I think it's, we're back to there are questions for the, the Taoiseach to answer, and also, you stated it quite clearly, at two o'clock, Neil McDonald asked him the questions, and here, uh, following that, he stood by his man in relation to uh, where mm. the information he had. He had seen the Pulse report at that stage. And then um, he said that obviously people had rights and we all accepted mm. that to a point. But he said that Barry Cannon, he went out, they voted in the sense that Barry Cannon would not be making further statements. And then Barry Cannon was sacked on the basis of an unwillingness to make further statements. So that doesn't make sense. So the questions that now need to be answered are by Michal Martin on what exactly happened between 2 o'clock and 9 o'clock mm. yesterday. Seems, uh, Paul Murphy, as though the Taoiseach might be in a, a corner of sorts uh, because uh, there's a, a lot of problems that he's facing as a, a result of this. We know locally that Fianna Fáil is split over the division that this has caused because of a division that uh, seems uh, to be apparent nationally. Uh, that division within the Fianna Fáil party uh, will uh, now become even wider as a result of this because no doubt people will go into Barry Cowan's camp uh, and he is not happy at all. It's clear from his statement with how the Taoiseach uh, has treated him uh, in uh, the last 12 hours or so. But then there's also uh, the coalition partners, uh, the Green party and Fine Gael, no doubt they're saying, well, how did we end up in this situation and what else do we have to face into? This could prove to be very serious. How, how significant do you think it could be? Well, I think it's a very bad start for the government and this tobacco combined with the whinging of various backbench TDs for not getting junior or senior ministerial positions looking for mm. an extra 40 or 80,000 euros a year at a time when one in four people in the country are unemployed, all serve to remind people about what kind of party Fianna Fáil is. And Fianna Fáil is a party of, of power as opposed to principles. And He's another problem today, doesn't he? He's to point uh, the new Minister for Agriculture. Do you think he, he uh, <laughs> put his foot in it again? Well, will a new round, whoever gets chosen or not chosen, will a new round of, of moaning and so on yeah. go on? Um, and, and then the problem for... Fine Gael, and in particular for the Greens, is that they're, they're dragged into this. I mean, the Greens now voted twice against Barry Cowan facing any questioning. Uh, the Greens will vote uh, tomorrow against uh, the Sinn Féin motion mm. to extend maternity leave, despite the fact that eight Green TDs signed a motion from Breed Smith about a month ago, uh, seeking to do exactly uh, the same uh, thing. Um, so, you know, they're getting a baptism of fire very, very quickly and they're learning. Yeah. You know, it's like we're, we're back in time to the government of what was the 2007-2011 government of the Greens in Fianna Fáil. OK, I just want to repeat, uh, we did invite Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael and to the Green Party to discuss this on the programme. Uh, none of them have accepted our invitation as yet, uh, but uh, I say that uh, because uh, I want to ask you, Rory O'Muraku, uh, what kind of trouble could be looming later today? Let's say he was to promote Thomas Byrne uh, you could imagine there would be trouble. If he was to promote Derek Cleary, you could imagine there would be trouble. Uh, if he wasn't to promote either of them, uh, you could imagine that there would be trouble too. What you're imagining on the basis of what happened at the previous time is that there is no right choice for Michal Martin on the basis of the way that Fianna Fáil operated previously. And yet, whoever isn't given preferment here 
is most likely going to moan, complain. There will be statements about disappointment, and we don't know what else can happen. Mm. Uh, like and we all accept there is an element politics can be cutthroat, but I, I think here <laughs> in your previous conversation there with. Uh, with, with Paul Murphy, um, it's the fact is that these conversations don't particularly sell well out on the street when people are dealing with real difficulties that have yeah. been caused by the pandemic and by other situations that are not being remedied by this government. And they don't particularly like when they say that people are get individually annoyed on the basis that they don't get preferment, they don't get an increase in, in what's already a very large salary. You know what I mean? So yeah, people uh, really aren't happy with that. But here, Micheál Martin, the only thing people have said is, did he make a determination um, to sack Barry Cannon to be shown to be ruthless and mm. to be shown to be leaderly? Well, he's going to have to get a grip on his party. And I suppose there's decisions to be made in the near future and in the interim period by the Greens and by Fine Gael in relation to whether they can deal with um, Fianna Fáil and if it's going to continue mm. with this level of uh, dysfunctionality. How will it play out in, in Fianna Fáil? Uh, I, I mean, uh, there's a, a lot of people uh, who will be upset, no doubt, that Barry Cowan has been sacked. Uh, and from what we know, the basis for it is that Micheál Martin knew about the allegation but he didn't really know about the allegation because he hadn't seen the Pulse record. He knew about the allegation the weekend before last, but he didn't know about the allegation, not really at least, until he saw the Pulse record yesterday morning. And that makes no sense to me. No, and then he knew at two o'clock what he knew at nine o'clock, unless there's another piece of information that none of us know. So the only thing we have in relation to all this are questions, and the only person that can answer this is Michael Martin. Okay. Paul Murphy, uh, what would put this to bed? I think Mio Martin now has to answer questions about what he knew, when he knew it, why, as has been said, his, his attitude changed. Um, but that's, and then we need to judge the, the answers on, on that basis. Um, I would presume, again, I don't know, but... It, it certainly seems likely that Neil Martin did not inform either Leo Varadkar or Eamon Ryan about what was in the Guard report. This is like almost two weeks ago at this stage. Mm. Um, so I presume he has serious problems to do with in terms of um, relations between the coalition partners as, as well and probably has to answer questions from them. Well, that's a, that's a good question, isn't it? Do you think that Leo Varadkar and Eamon Ryan would be saying to him, how are you saying that you didn't know when you did know, when you're saying you knew, but you're also saying you didn't know? How, how do the two tally? Yeah, I mean, and it, it has been reported that when the Barry Cowan story broke and Martin had met with Barry Cowan, then afterwards there was a meeting between um, Neil Martin and Leo Varadkar, in which Leo Varadkar asked, is there anything else to come out in terms of Barry Cowan? And Neil Martin said no. So if it's the case that he didn't tell him about the Garda report, and it's certainly, there's no suggestion that he did tell him, it seems like he didn't, um, well then it certainly sounds like Neil um, Martin was, was misleading um, Leo Varadkar, or was certainly being hopeful that nothing more would be coming out simply because of the of the legal threats against um, two newspapers. Okay, I suppose a lot of people will be hoping that they'll make some sense of it, uh, and uh, good luck to them with that. Uh, but we leave there for the moment, uh, and I'm sure people will be watching with interest what happens throughout the day. And thank you both for joining us here on Thanks, the programme this morning. Paul Murphy, Rise and Socialist TD for Dublin South West, and Rory O'Murakushin, Fain TD for Louth and Eastmeath. 
the Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.